zestful agers. In honor of Earth Day, here's our bonus on women and nature. As I talk about in my Zestful Aging online course, the positive effects of nature are becoming more and more clear. Researchers have found that people who get out in nature regularly experience a wide range of benefits. People who are exposed to natural beauty aren't just happier or more comfortable, their biology also responds positively to exposure to nature. Natural environments promote calmness and well-being in part because they expose people to low levels of stress. And these experiences don't demand much of us and our senses in comparison with man-made environments that most of us have to navigate regularly like the stress that comes from traffic jams, construction noise, and the general man-made overstimulation. Humans thrive with some stimulation, but we don't cope well with an overwhelming amount coming from every direction. Today we're going to talk about appreciating nature through bird watching. And fortunately, I live near one of the best bird watching areas in the country. Onondaga Audubon's Derby Hill is located on the southeastern corner of Lake Ontario in upstate New York and is one of the premier hawk watches in the northeastern United States. Hawk counts at this site were started in the early 1970s and have been conducted every year since 1979. On average, about 40,000 raptors are counted each spring as they migrate northwards, making this site one of the best spring sites in the country. Hawks, eagles, and vultures are the main attraction at Derby Hill, but impressive numbers of snow geese, red-winged blackbirds, common grackles, blue jays, and Baltimore orioles can be seen migrating here. After a warm night with south winds in early May, the hedges on the hill can be packed with warblers, orioles, tanagers, and thrashers as these birds pile up on the south shore of the lake. Today was the first sunny day in weeks. We walked up the observation hill where a group of about 20 people with binoculars and cameras with massive zoom lenses were intently tracking birds coming over the lake. The wind was brisk, but the birders were well prepared. There was even a professional bird counter using an electronic device. Can I ask you a couple questions? I have a podcast. Oh, it's called Zestful Aging, and it's um, it's mostly about women and what they do to stay young and vibrant. 
Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so I brought my little handy dandy uh, recording oh, thing. So cool. These are your kids. These are my kids. And they're okay with this. They're yeah. They're yeah. They're cold, of course. Yeah. We do a lot of birding. You do? Yeah. So. Do you do other stuff like nature stuff, or is birding your your thing? Um. <laughs> Hiking, you know, yeah, no, not nothing old. very long no, for because they're usually always with me, yeah. Um, but yeah, we do, you know, we go to Beaver Lake and Baldwinsville a lot, or mm -hmm. down to Sapsucker and Ithaca. Nice and walking and birding and whatever else we see. And that's where Big Red is, right? That's right, we yeah, Big Red on the can, yeah, <laughs> of course. I got that going too. <laughs> it's kind of addictive. So, what does it do for you? Um, I think it's just being outside and having something, I, I, it's kind of an adventure, like a quest to find something that we haven't seen before. Um, yeah, just kind of peaceful, I think. Mm -hmm. you know, you've just, done that since you've been younger or is this something you... No, I would say just the last couple of years is when I started really getting interested in the bird aspect of it. Hiking, yes, when I was younger, but mm -hmm. um, I think just the older I get and the busier I am with work it's important to have something that's the antithesis of all of that <laughs> you know something just it's just for fun mm -hmm. that's great yeah that's great so luckily, do you think it helps with your sort of health or mental health yes, or spiritual sure. health yeah yeah i think just being outside alone is really key to mental health for me but um I think just seeing things that are so beautiful, you know, it's just a reminder that there's still beauty in the world, which is important. Yeah. yeah. And I want them to have that experience. And now that there's so much screen stuff in their lives, <laughs> I want them outside and not being focused on a TV or an iPad or anything like that. I interview a lot of different women from all aspects, like authors and, you know, coaches and everything, but I wanted to do something for Earth Day, so we oh, thought nice. it would be lovely to come up here and talk to the women who are watching birds and yeah. find out why they're here. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I know yeah. we're, we're excited about Earth Day. Yeah. <laughs> You made me take out the schedule thing yesterday. We're going to be really oh good events, you know. Yeah, that's the day, a really so. beautiful place. Yeah, it's um, one of our favorites. That's great. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Can I trade you an interview for a postcard? <laughs> I'm a podcaster. I have a podcast called Zestful Aging. Hello. Hi, I'm Nicole. Hi, Nicole and Judy. Hi. So tell me about what you're handing out. Well, um, Audubon oh. is an Audubon camp in Maine. In Maine. Our fabulous hawk watcher this year, Anna Stun Stunkel, is going to be an instructor there for all of those 15 camps this summer. Wow. And so this is um, just a, a piece of Thank you. literature that people can take with them. And read about it, or they can go to hogisland.audubon.org. Um, That's beautiful. Are you part of Sapsucker Woods? Is that no? Uh, but apparently, this postcard was put out by something at Cornell or the Audubon Society through Cornell. I don't. It may be because Stephen 
Anna, is Steve Press part of this? Yeah, Steve Press is a legend at Cornell. Oh, wow. He's the one that reintroduced Puffins uh, off the coast of Maine. He's really? It, he's been doing it for over 40 years. Oh, my goodness. And he's a, uh, so that's why the Puffins there, the and, that's why, and that's oh, why it's at Sucker Woods Road. In fact, that may actually be... That may be the lab of ornithology, yep. or it may actually be where Steve lives. I see. Yeah, K-R-E-S-S. He's a great guy. So what what um, brings you to Derby Hill? I have an unnatural attachment to Derby Hill. Yeah? I started coming here about 1972, and I just have an affinity for the place. I love, it's it's really a parade of birds, mm -hmm. and I love to be outdoors, mm -hmm. and I love the camaraderie of mm -hmm. birders, mm -hmm. and it's very exciting to see, enough to not know what's going to fly over, and just the two sandhill cranes, are you here for those? I saw them uh, documented, uh, but I did not see them live. I have binoculars. I have two pairs of spares in the car. I'm going to go get you one. You're very kind. My husband has some too. So I'm going to... I'll walk with you. Okay. So you got... I think it's hard to describe when you're... Well, when you're in love with a species or when it just touches your heart. Maybe it's hard to describe... Or maybe you can use some words. I mean, I have a love for the red-tailed hawk, and I'm not exactly sure why, but it just speaks to me, and it always has. Is that? Well, I actually love everything that God created, and birds in particular. I think partly because they fly, and they I, would, go I would kind of like to. <laughs> I would like wow. to fly. Do you know what I mean? It would be fun. More than crawling around or swimming around I'm not uh -huh. you know some people are just wild about fish mm -hmm. and who knows why exactly. yeah but it just I, catches I you things but I'm, did yeah. you always or is this something that happened in the 70s and it just kind of captured you um fortunate to have family that pointed out birds at feeders from a very young age uh -huh. and wasn't thought they were pretty but it was actually when I was driving to work many years ago and saw uh, telephone wires just loaded with goldfinches and I said you know those are so pretty and there was work and there was housework and there was dinner and breakfast and lunch and more of the same I thought I'm going to go to places I'm going to go to organizational meetings I'm going to get to know a little bit more about birds because they interest me and so that's what really started it. And then somebody drove up to um, Dirty Hill one day, and I was a passenger. And they, are, th that person wasn't particularly keen on socializing in crowds, but I actually gain energy that way. I, some people get, gain energy by being quiet. It restores them. Mm -hmm. um, that does not restore me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Being with people restores me. And so this is almost a guarantee of having ready-made people opportunities. And it's it's not only random people. It's people who yeah, share just, your love. Exactly. Thank you. I will borrow those. Too. Yes, it is a shared interest. And when you come to a place like Derby Hill or 
Braddock's Bay or Cornell or an Audubon field trip of any sort or Stilling Nature Center or what else? We've got Great Swamp Conservancy over in Canastota. You've got people who are knowledgeable, who are eager to share mm -hmm. Montezuma. They're your people. And so you learn so much. You learn by so be, being around people. It's much mm -hmm. easier than opening a book and sitting there and reading in the comfort mm -hmm. of your home. Mm -hmm. unless, you're a, unless you're an introvert or have introverted tendencies, then you love that. But if you want to do it um, with people. So you do this um, every year, obviously. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Every year. Do you wait as I can come? Do you wait patiently for the the spring, the early spring migration, or how, <laughs> how does that work? Well, I bird year round. You do. Sure. But uh, yes, it's always thrilling. Just my little car, just knows the road to Derby Hill, and oh my so goodness, come up here. I look the moon. Pretty with a turkey vulture underneath it. Wow, that's lovely. You've been here many times? I have not. This is my second time, but I'm actually a psychotherapist and I've gotten very interested in aging well. And so this podcast, I interview all kinds of women and talk about what brings them health and vitality. And it's going to be Earth Day tomorrow, so we thought this would be a great place to talk to women who are doing this and loving it and feeling restored by it. Good idea. Yeah. Classical so, stretch is also good. Classical stretch? Do you, do you know about that? No. Oh my goodness. Um, is it a yoga kind of thing? It's better than that. Well, no, yoga's fine. But no, it's, uh, are you in Syracuse? Yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, 6 a.m., public television. 23 oh. minutes. She's a retired ballerina oh. who broke her foot, and she started this really cutting edge um, keeping limber program mm -hmm. and she's fabulous wow you yeah. found your loves well it used to be on every day of the week but now mm -hmm. uh, in some cities it is but she's very good and isn't that part of uh, aging well is being able to move well there's so many people who just can't and it's um, it's got to be hard yep that's exactly right. It doesn't even have to be program. It, it just has to be something. Right. Yeah. I've, I've discovered Nia, and I really like that. What's that? Nia is a combination of yoga, dance, and martial arts. So nice. They have it. There's a studio called Life Force Sanctuary. I interviewed her on a podcast. Her name is Elaine Wolf. Lovely woman. And uh, there's a, she has a studio um, on Thompson Road. Oh. Yeah, you might like it. Yeah. Thanks so much for talking with You're me. You're welcome. People that you probably overheard her of saying that she, Onondaga Audubon for many years has had a uh, scholarship to Hog Island, to oh. the main camp. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the early recipients of that. And so she might. Oh, uh, wow. Um, that's been going on for over 25 years. Low turkey vulture right here. Yep. Yep. Great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bird going over. We want to see this one. Nice, visible. Wow. That's a good look. What a lovely example of the importance of appreciating nature, being with people who get you, 
and passing your values down to the next generation. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. Please subscribe, comment, and rate me on iTunes. I love those five stars. Like and share. Those are the actions that help other people find the show. I love to hear from my listeners, so send me an email at NicoleChristina.com and tell me what you'd like to hear more about. Want more zest? Head over to NicoleChristina.com forward slash zestful aging, no spaces, where you can find my companion online course, Zestful Aging, Simple and Sustainable Habits for Health and Longevity. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Zestful Aging.